artist Ann Weber is on her way to work. We are on a mission to go get cardboard. And I have special places where I like to scrounge it. Oh, there's a banana box. Don't want that. Hope that the garbage truck hasn't beat us to it. For more than a decade, cardboard has been Ann's material of choice. It's lightweight, plentiful, and free. Ooh. So when she runs out, Oh, this is a good one. It's just a matter of heading down to her favorite back alley. These are really nice. And they, they have some tape on them, clear tape, which always adds a nice touch. It adds more texture, and uh, it repels the polyurethane. And just gives a nicer bit of variety in the texture of the piece. Oh, this is a good haul. We better get out of here. I hear somebody. I've been working in clay and plaster and had just moved to the second floor of a building and I just decided I was not going to drag the plaster there. I wasn't going to haul it up two flights of stairs and I had just had it with the whole process of building sculpture out of heavy materials. So I unpacked and unboxed everything. I had this huge pile of cardboard in the middle of the floor. And so I looked at it and I thought, make it out of cardboard. It's the forms that you're after. Ooh, whoops. This one's too double ply, too thick. Nice little one. Oh, geez. And look at this, there's, there's even color here where the light has hit it. So it's a warmer color here and a little darker here. And it'll be something else on the inside. So it's three different colors. Because her cost of materials is next to nothing, Anne can afford to be fearless. Armed only with a $20 stapler, She's transformed discarded boxes into top 15 feet. I'm interested in how big you can make something before it collapses. And once I found the cardboard, then I realized that that was, that was my material. That's how I was going to be able to build such large-scale sculptures. This piece is woven and it provides some openings here so that it's not just a solid piece of cardboard. Uh, this one has the, more like the coil method in ceramic pots by putting the, coiling the strips of cardboard around. In this piece you get a, a sense of the different colors of the cardboard from the verticals right here have sort of a warmer feel to it. And I have a feeling this is Chinese cardboard. It has a different color to it than the American cardboard. I also like where it's a little ratty over here. I don't want it to be perfect. I want it to have a human quality. Anne is working on a new sculpture she calls Centerpoint. Working from a scale model, she starts construction by cutting the cardboard she collected this morning into strips. 
is I'm going to start making a piece today and I want to have a variety of lengths. The reason that I'm rounding this cardboard off a little bit is that cardboard is a flat plane and I'm putting it together to make round organic forms. So I bend it around a little bit to get it started curving. I think that I have grown to love cardboard over a long period of time. I feel like there's infinite possibilities. I feel like I could work with cardboard for the next 20 or 30 years. Anne hasn't always been so sanguine about her work as an artist. She started her career running a fine porcelain business in New York City, where she made plates and bowls that were big sellers at high-end department stores. I was on the potter's wheel for sometimes up to six hours a day, just producing bowl after bowl, plate after plate, vase after vase. And after a while, I just started feeling like, like a machine. And I couldn't get off the potter's wheel until I'd thrown $200 worth of wholesale. Anne's new material of choice gives her the freedom to create on a monumental scale. But for this government commission at the California State Capitol, Anne required something more durable than her usual cardboard. That's why she hired the Manuel Palace Studio in San Francisco. So that's, that's your model there. I think the molds are more beautiful than the piece. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. I love the process. We're going to patch all this and finish them up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then yeah. there's some natural imperfections. That's just part of the beauty of it. So it's okay. Yeah. The things I'm most interested in is the natural part of the material. And in cardboard, I tend to just use a polyurethane cover uh, to cover the cardboard and then with this we don't use anything because it's just absolutely gorgeous the way it is. With this one I wanted to use a material that you that does have the light that passes through it and I like how you still see that it that it comes from cardboard. I love the color it's even more beautiful than I, I thought it was going to be. And the good thing is natural, you know. Yeah. We didn't have to add any color yeah. or something, you know. Yeah. I love that about the material. Yeah. So. And I can get any shape I want with cardboard. As long as I can build it, you can make molds I'll of make it. I'll make the molds, yeah. <laughs> you make the art, I'll make the molds. That's okay. right. <laughs> This is a handle here, 
And uh, well, let's just put it nose down first, if that's the easiest way. I've got four shapes to choose from. And I, I want them to look like they're randomly placed, but in an interesting fashion. Not too many holes, but not too tight. Are they heavier than they look or lighter than they look? Oh, lighter. <laughs> they look heavy, but they're lighter. Yeah. It's hard to direct where to put them, but I know where they are when they go in right. Where do we want this one at? The intent for the sculpture is to have it represent a large basket. Uh, originally, the shape I've taken from a Indian tribe called the Maidu Native Americans that were in the Sacramento Valley. It could be literally read as the breadbasket of the country. Um, another one of these, it's just going to go right in the center. But I also wanted the forms to be large and rather abstract so that they don't just look like vegetables. And putting these forms in the basket to overflowing, I wanted them to represent abundance. But also, since the sculpture is precariously balanced, I wanted to talk about uh, abundance or the lack of it, and how some people have it and some people don't. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's really something. I just have to pinch myself. It, it, it brings tears to my eyes. It's really a nice piece. Really a nice piece. I'd say it's the best piece I ever did. It's my baby.